Hi, I'm Rachel Goodwin and I'm a channel and healer who loves to teach and empower others. My work is about teaching you how to make a strong and powerful connection with your divinity, your divine spark, soul, higher self, whatever you want to call it, and then bringing that divine power right smack centre into the middle of your life so that it mixes and integrates with your everyday life and your everyday self. To me, this is ascension as it creates an overall rising of vibration and is where my path and yours has always been leading. So hello everybody, here we have the first part of um, two interviews, well it was one interview actually, me and Chloe started talking and then it just went on for a really, really long time <laughs> and in fact we still carried on talking after after we stopped the recording. So we haven't tried anything like this before because Chloe has a podcast, The New Earth, and I have a podcast, The Sacred You. And um, so we were just like talking together and we were talking about our favourite subjects, which is um, the new earth. And Sarah is very much close to both of our hearts. So um, we were, you know, talking about how these things are in our own lives as well. So, I mean, you're welcome to listen in and share in on our conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, everybody. It is it's night time for me and it's very early in the morning for Chloe. Hi, Chloe. Hi. We're, um, I love that we're going to just like completely enjoy this time to just chill and chat all things Sarah and New Earth. Like, I'm just so excited. Can you hear me all right? Is my microphone do, doing what it should be? It's perfect. Oh, it's good. Perfect. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah so here we are yeah well how did we like I think maybe we should get started on the fact that like how do we actually connect because it was because I wrote a post on my Facebook profile I was sitting there laughing to myself at how many oracle card packs I had and I was thinking <laughs> oh my god they're like my shoes I don't buy loads of shoes but I know some women do and I'm like this is my equivalent it's oracle packs and I put yeah, them all on the table and I took a picture of them and I went who come on let's fess up everybody how many of you got because I knew there would be people <laughs> worse than me and I knew I would feel like you know, like, ah, I'm not as bad as them. Yes, and you, <laughs> you were one of the people that, that wrote a comment on there. And I like, I hadn't seen your name before. And I was like, oh, I like her energy. I just saw your name. And I just got this little, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I really like her energy. And I went on your profile and started looking to see what you, you know, to think about. And that that is where it all started for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember that post. I'm my brain wouldn't even go back and remember that because I actually came across your work because I started getting these downloads about Sarah and I was like I need to find out who this is because I'm like is she even legit like is she even real because often I think Sarah feels like a myth to a lot of people like she's not even I mean I understand why, like, like the, why would the system and the church want people to know that Christ had a child, like, so, like, I understand why, but I had to, like, really dig for it, and then, um, because we'd already been connected, then your work started, like, coming up indirectly through a few other things that I'd been, like, connecting with, with just the Magdalene work, mm. and then I was, like, this is amazing, like, this is, like, like, I have found it. <laughs> I have <laughs> found the stuff. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, like, obsessive about digging for information. Like, so, like, I need to find what I'm looking for. So I don't find it. I get really irritated. And then Spirit's like, but you've got a direct link to channel to source. Why do you need Google? And I'm like, because I need pro. Damn it, I'm human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh, well, that's so interesting. Oh, fancy that. I'm really I'm really glad to hear that because that has been sort of one of my things over the years is an, a feeling a need to provide for people a place where they can actually go oh 
okay, she is who I thought she was, or, you know, I'm not just imagining it, because there's not anything really in books, and, you know, you have to really kind of, like, hunt for Sarah, and, Mm. um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's so cool, I like researching as well, I'm the same, and the things you find on the internet are amazing, and then, like, a couple of years later, you can't find them. They're gone. You really have to, like, you really have to cut and paste things. I mean, the things I've got on my computer. But but sometimes, yeah, I do get lost in the search and then just realise, oh, yeah, I just needed to sit down and channel something. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I love it. Oh. I, which is so frustrating, too, because you just, like, I think there's that level of, like, self-responsibility where you're like I don't want to have responsibility for this channeled information and you know as and I think that's the thing like you know as a as a healer and a channel and a you know whatever label we put on ourselves that it's just it's one of those things where you're like it's the messages often that come through are so almost otherworldly in energy that it's like how can I dare to even put my name to this like yeah exactly but but that's it it takes energy and like when I channel something I don't just channel the information I get the whole thing so Mm -hmm. it's like it's a really deep thing you know I get it in my body and I embody it and do you know what I mean and that and that takes energy it's a it's a process so it's really nice to read somebody else's stuff that they've channeled because it's just like oh you know it's it's so much it's so much easier to get the information that way so much easier (laughs) so much less processing (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so um but yeah I mean I so oh yeah Sarah turned up for me 2006 I'd been to Hawaii I trained as a priestess of the goddess I mean I didn't set out to be like this in life I wasn't this sort of person growing up it it happened as I went along and um yeah I was I was running like a six-week course or something on connecting to energies in Hawaii I came back from the big island just going wow (laughs) it was just honestly I just love I love that place and I know I've had quite a few lives out there and I've been quite grief-stricken in this life that I got bored in in Kent in the UK (laughs) yeah but but you know I've had I've had my time there it's all right and I know there's other things for me to do in 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 this life and um but I came back and then I was sort of teaching I really connected with Pele really deeply and the power Mm -hmm. of the volcano and the lava flow and the water and the sea and all that and then on the very last evening I because I would channel at the end of each one and like bring some Hawaiian you know deity or elemental or something through and then Mm. in this one Sarah came through and the place we've been working with is a place on that big island called um if I can remember it Po'ohonua Ohonau now which means a place of sanctuary oh and it's just just got this really divine like mother goddess Mm. divine feminine vortex thing going on there and Sarah Mm. came through and I I didn't really know who she was and I didn't really believe in her and um but it was like these words in my head you know like I'm Sarah I'm the daughter of the Magdalene and I was like oh I didn't really know what to do because I was like if I don't say anything nothing's going to happen and I've said I'm going to channel something so I thought well all right I'll just go with it and then she brought through this message about like love being the key and then and then she never really went (laughs) I was I was going around just like seeing because I see her as like this green color like it's like the nature like yeah and and I was like every time I shut my eyes it would be green and I was like oh my god I've really lost it I've really lost it this time (laughs) Because I used to be a psychiatric nurse. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, the polarity of that. <laughs> and I was it's like, amazing. perhaps I have gone mad. You know, I did. I did. Yeah. I, there were days where I thought I'd gone mad because I was getting her memories and, and all sorts. But it was just her energy body, like, coming over mine. Because, like, 
I really work in partnership with her. It's quite an intense relationship. It's not as intense as it was, but like especially in those first few, I don't know, years or or whatever, it was really, really in, intense. And I, I did think, yeah, I did, I did go off and seek help from a clairvoyant. Like, yeah. am I going mad? It's like, no, Sarah's just come to work with you. Oh, yeah. okay. But this I, is I, what it means. <laughs> yeah, she's not someone I would have chosen because of the controversy yeah. that surrounds her. And I'm not particularly mm. Christian either, which surprises people. They think I'm going to be, and I'm like, no, I, I kind of like mm. work with whatever. If the spiritual energy comes along and it's good, I work with it. I don't care. You know, I don't, I yeah. don't really do religion myself. Yeah. So. <laughs> which I think is like, I think honestly, I think that is the way of, the newer spirituality as well like I because weirdly enough like I came from choosing Christianity at a young age my parents were not Christian but I chose Christianity um but I felt this real deep connection to Christ like like the love that was there for that for for Christ was just like huge but like now I think the way that Christianity, not Christianity, but spirituality is, is kind of becoming that pa- that patchwork quilt acceptance of all kind of backgrounds, beliefs, and actually, and I know that there is like you know to a certain level there is a bastardization version of that through rampant through spirituality, um, through you know the way that things are used and made and you know what's it called it's called um uh, my brain's not catching up yet it's too early um but there is this patchwork quilt version of spirituality that's coming in for people to realize that there is this deeper level of oneness i think it is that version like it's understanding that that all things are and all things have always been and allowing us to go, like, okay, like Kuan Yin has something to offer, Sarah has something offer, uh, to offer, the Buddha has something to offer, and realising that it's truly about receiving wisdom and it's not about choosing um, a, a, a box to put ourselves in because if we do that, then we deny the greater gifts of the whole, I think. Yeah, definitely. It, and and even for me, it's been, it's, it's, been, it's been like a thing of, like, my soul has like needed to connect to this from a past life and this to mm. a past life because I needed to get those sort of resources and strengths back because they were already like a part of me and they come from such diverse cultures. So I work a lot with Hawaiian spirituality and I work mm. a lot with Nordic spirituality. Yeah, I love that. I yeah. actually, I love, weirdly enough, I like, but I don't know if you can read my rooms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I felt really cool to put this one on. Now I'm realizing, oh, that's why. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, I can yeah. read runes. I can't. You've got this, the Elder Futhar. That's the only one that I've worked with. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> it's like a full like dress jumper. It's really comfy. Um, yeah. No, and see, like I love that too because I, I'm Australian by birth, but I'm Scottish by origin. Like, um the bloodline way back yeah. and um in fact my bloodline runs the the original kings and queens of scotland so it's like for me it's like one of those things where i'm like my heart is always calling to go to scotland i have not been and my heart is like i need to go but i chose to have my family first and then covid happened and you know that you know i'm only 30 i have so much more life to live and and to do those things so but um isn't it funny, like, how, like, and I always feel like that deep connection to the elementals of Scotland more than any anything else. Like, that's kind of where that comes from for me. But I think it's really interesting how, um, yeah, like, I've got a lot of connection to Egypt through past lives mm-hmm. and a lot of connection um, to the Magdalene through past lives. And, you know, there's just... For me, there are there are so many layers mm. of like when I when I tap into my past live streams, it's like all time. There is no <laughs> there is no like one particular time that stands out more for me. But I just I love how like how Sarah just shows up when you need her the most, rather than like when you were like hunting her. 
because she's like become very prevalent in my life for the last two three years and um weirdly enough like i don't know do you know hand of hannah who hand of hannah no 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 i don't know okay so um hannah is a code code keeper and she does the codes like what i do but um hannah was the one that made me feel safe enough to like actually share them publicly with the world on the internet uh previous that i was told like by a, a human spiritual teacher that codes weren't allowed to be shared um and that it was wrong to share them and i was like um that doesn't feel right but now i'm too scared <laughs> um but yeah so um i kind of started to connect in when i started receiving the true abundance codes that hannah um she went over to Glastonbury to pull these codes up. And so this one up here, where is it? That one there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. So that's, um, that's the True Abundance Code that I bought from her, which then actually I had this massive activation in my womb space. And I ended up pregnant with my daughter, Lyra. And she, like, when she came in like all of the new earth stuff like started smacking me in the face and like was like this is like death and rebirth and what actually really triggered this realization for me was this post that you did of the magdalene coming out of the waters um there's a boat behind her she's pregnant and i was like oh my god i know who sarah is like i know this sarah and I know that she's within me right now and I'm carrying her and her energy is being born again on the new earth properly through this process of me carrying her. And I was like, okay, okay. Because like, I, I believe, right, that our DNA, within our DNA strands, we have like our human DNA, which is our, our, uh, like our body DNA. But then we also have our soul DNA. And I have this ability to read people's DNA, which, you know, that I did that last night. Um, so, um, and I know that my husband holds one Christ code DNA. I hold a Magdalene DNA. And so now we've got our little Sarah DNA baby. And I was like, oh, my God, because whilst I was pregnant with her, death and rebirth is my theme and that's what i get from sarah like she is not she's not just the newer and also she has no time to talk about the old paradigm she's like i don't i don't want to talk about that um but she is just like so much about like just dismantling this energy and while i was pregnant with her she dismantled my love with my husband completely smashed out our relationship to smithereens and now we are like in the throes of like rebuilding our newer timeline together. And it, it like, oh my God, she just completely blew my mind. And now in this lifetime, she really does hold that, like that essence of new and joy. And, you know, she has that, that feeling that comes with it. She's got a few others in there. She's also got like this energy of like a strong Kali Ma, but that's only when you dig deep. You've got to, like, uh, if you want to go deep with her, she's like, I'm going to take you deep. <laughs> like, when you tune into her energy. But on the surface, she's, like, this gorgeous, like, light and um, new and fresh. But then, yeah, you go deeper and you're like, holy shit, there's fire in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, it's so great to hear you talking about it, Chloe, because, yeah. like, I, I, you know, I recognise everything you're saying. And you know, it's 2020 now. And after yeah. 15 years, I have just got back to that light, fresh energy. Mm. I have been, my life's been blown apart, like literally. And I've been blown apart like mm. several times to the extreme. And I was like, and I'm still here. Because <laughs> like, yeah. you you're supposed to be here. Like, and I, like, have you talked about the DNA within you before? Have you talked about that? No, no, I never have. I, I never, I never have. I haven't. So something has happened this last week, and I, I don't know if you've got any, like, insights on this. So I've been, like I said, years and years of work, and all sorts, I've known all sorts of things, and I've uncovered things. You know, a lot of things have come, like, a little drop at a time. They give me little bits. 
Mm. Because I'm actually a really sceptical person and I have quite an analytical mind. I've done quite a lot of training Mm. in like psychoanalysis and stuff like that. So I'm really like, hmm, should we just think about this? (laughs) (laughs) I'll never want to just go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and just like fly away with it. Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, it's and of course, over the years, you know, I wanted to be visible with Sarah, like I said, so people could find her. At the same time, mm. I didn't want to be visible with her because you get so many projections. Yeah. You know, the, the, the crap I've had to take from people telling me I'm the devil, I'm a demon, I'm a this. And then, of course, on the other end, you get the projections of the other extreme, which and mm. none, of them, none of them are good. And if you're sensitive, yeah. you know, which we are, it's like... Yeah it's not fun it's it's yeah. it's it's really not fun so but something's happened this last week so I've had loads of teachings and channelings and things and it's like the lid it's just been like oh god there was this cartoon I used to watch when I was a kid so I'm 50 I'm 50 now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was called Top Cat <laughs> it was American they used to come out of this and it was it was like the lid was like firmly on that dustbin and then this yeah. last week, but I've had all these projects suddenly culminating recently that are mm. about to be, so like things are about to be revealed. And it was like the lid was just, it's just being taken off and like the lights shining out. So, so I think, you know, perhaps I'll be able to sort of start like being mm. a bit more open about these things, but I haven't, I haven't talked about them so much because I'm a great mm. believer in it doesn't really matter like who you, Oh, mm. have been in a past life. It's what? What are you doing right now yeah, <laughs> with your exactly. life? You know, yeah, exactly. Like... And and I think that's the thing. Like you know, the um the ego, the ego of others often gets attached to who you are. And yeah. like I've I've met people who are the embodied the embodiment um, of Isis. I have met people who are the embodiment of the Magdalene. I have met people. And I see those things within myself as well. And so, um, and I understand from a DNA, soul DNA perspective is that these, these incredible beings know how to do this thing called soul seeding. This is something that's been like a teaching of mine for quite a few years now is understanding that we need to let go of the ego around like which archetypes or which deities or which essences have re- chose to reincarnate right now on this earth because um, both the Magdalene and Christ, when I first received this this information, were like we chose to seed our soul into many, many splinters to be reborn at this time on earth to raise the consciousness of the collective for 2020 and for this transition because we all knew it was coming and this is why you get so many people who are like, I'm the Christ, I'm the Magdalene, I'm Isis, I'm Sarah, I'm whoever, like, whatever the you know even down to like buddha and kuan yin and um you know all of the the indian kind of gods you know it there are there are people who are these people Mm. they they are these beings and they are awakening to their remembrance of that and there's no when people learn to like embody it but drop the ego around i have to be this but actually go I am my own unique splinter essence of that deity, of that Christ light, of that being. I have my own way of doing it this time and there is a reason why I, as this essence, splintered off from the original to be here now and walk my own my own message, my own truth. And often that message and truth does have that core belief of what the original had so for instance with you it is love and love is all and with with my own you know i just know that there is this is the point now to to express the wisdom that i carry and i know that i have multiple within me because i'm here to awaken multiple because that my core my core work is to just trigger people that's all it is like i'm here to like go hey do you remember this um so like there is I think there's that thing it's like really letting go of the uh, and 
this I think is where it really links into the query that you came to me for, was that um, this is very much about the witch wound. It is this real fear of persecution. Like, what is it going to mean when I step up and say this is this is my core essence, but not so much this is my core essence. This is why I was chosen to work with this being, or this is why she came to me, or this is why this is happening to me right now. And having that why, like, I'm a very much a why person. Like, why is this happening? Because there has to be a reason why. It wouldn't, like, the, nothing in the universe happens for no reason. The universe always has a plan. So, you know, to me it's very much about, like, realising on that deeper, on like deeper level, like there is a big reason why you're here right now and why there are people waking up right now and not in there. You know, you could have woken up in your, you know, when you're 15, but you choose to wake up when you're 40. And so like, it's like, why 40? And I've got a lot of clients going like, why didn't I wake up sooner? Like why? And it's like, because you weren't needed yet. Like you were sleeping and doing that because you weren't needed yet. Like, and it's okay. Like you were playing out the roles and doing the karmic stuff and doing all that jazz. But for me, like I woke up at a very young age. That's because I'm here now, 30, talking about all this stuff that I've been like deeply uncovering for the last 30 years. So yeah. But, but that's oh, yeah. it. It's, you know, divine timing is everything, isn't it? And it's like yeah. the time is now. And it's like since this corona stuff started happening sort of back in, you know, for, for, for our part of the world, like March and April, just like because like I'm not like I'm not like massively clever. And like when I look at people, I don't like get loads of information about them. But when I look at the earth, I get quite a lot of information. Yeah. And and just just the light that was coming in in March and April was insane. And I couldn't sleep for like weeks. And then it went quiet for a while. And now it suddenly started like happening again. But I can like look at landscapes and see which way the energies are flowing. And I don't see them see them, but I do see them. You know, it's yeah. like it's quite it's quite it's quite a weird thing. And and the time is now something is really happening. And those people didn't awaken because. They, 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 it was, it wasn't the time, and and mm. it's all about what's happening with us all together and with the earth, and you know, this isn't, yes, there's individuals in it, but it's a whole, it's such a group thing, what's mm. what's going on, and I really felt like I suddenly came online back in March, and that, that thing you just said it was like, oh yeah, I'm needed now, they, yeah. you know, suddenly felt I got my purpose back and I haven't really felt that since I was a nurse when I was a nurse I really knew people needed me and mm. and I really liked the approval I got because I do like getting approval it's a bit of a personality yeah, trait and then like for years <laughs> I haven't had anybody's approval because I'm like doing this thing that's like who is she why you know and nobody's cared and people thought I'm weird and it's just like and now I'm just like yeah no I'm really getting it now <laughs> yeah exactly well that's the thing like and I love I love um I love that you read the earth up like because I had very similar experience like I like for me forever I knew I was a collective channeler I'm not actually here so much for the individual like I can do the individual work that's easy whatever <laughs> but really that's like yeah, whatever like whereas like I totally feel you on that like when the energy is like rolling through like you it's like you you feel see it yeah <laughs> that's, that's how I get it it's like I yeah. feel see it yeah and like but I can at the same, like, I feel it, but I'm looking out there. My eyes are feeling, I don't know how to explain it. It's like you, you can see, I read The Matrix. So, like, I can see kind of like, you know, the movie The Matrix, you get those, like, code things yeah. and how Neo can see it. I get it like that, but, like, as a really light overlay to the actual physical world. And when I actually choose to tune in, I've getting better at like being out of pick and choose whereas before I when I first really activated into codes it wouldn't stop and I'm just like come on guys like this is too much like <laughs> but now it's like I can really hone that in which is really nice but um yeah no I love I love that you're doing this work with Sarah and um in and around like because she is she's the new earth and like I I I'd love to know like what what comes up in and around the new earth with Sarah like does she have messages around that in particular or is it well there's always some particular thing that I'm focusing on that mm. we're working with so so last year we were doing huge amounts of work with she has her own vibration of the violet flame 
And we were doing a lot of stuff with clearing about that. And particularly with like landscapes as well. And she taught me this technique of like building your own like, and you actually grow it into the earth and it grows organically and energetically. And you grow, you can grow your own like um, Sarah's Violet Flame um, spiral and then it grows in the ground <laughs> and then it clears the landscape where you live. Mm. So I'm like teaching people, I'm saying to people, look, we need to go back to the understanding that we had in our old shamanic societies that the earth where, that we live on is really, really important. And we're mm. grounded through it and we get a lot of our power from that. I mean, not everybody, because some people are more like moving around the earth and, you know, perhaps they're working yeah. in a different way. But um, I'm trying to get people back to like connecting with their bit of land and growing these um, violet flame <laughs> spirals in them because really? we need to clean the shit up. Yeah. Because there's a lot of it because we haven't been an energy conscious society for a really long time. So there's a lot of thought forms mess around. There's a lot of souls that have been stuck lying around. Yeah. You know, there's a whole load like energetically. There's just so much shit <laughs> lying around. And then, and then I've been getting information this year. Sarah is saying her flame of unity is coming, starting yes. next year. And then 2021, 2022, <laughs> 2023. And I was like, I was a bit gobsmacked because I knew it was in the future because lots of the courses and e- email courses, online courses and things I've done working with her, there's always this massive split between where she is and where we are. Yeah. And I mean that physically. And it's also the same with the earth. And it's mm. like there's been this split. And so this is showing me this flames coming in and the hits, the split is going to heal. And I'm like, oh, thank fuck for that. I thought I might die before I saw yeah. this. It might be just my children <laughs> that we're going to that we're going to experience that. So I really feel like she's bringing a message of hope mm. at the moment. But but also, like you say, you know, she's not she's not an easy ascended master to work with she's she's a teacher she's a mentor she will walk by your side she won't be there telling you what to do yeah (laughs) but that's like I totally understand that from a quantum standpoint like she she's like you're coming towards me like you are coming towards me but you know what's so funny like my kids watch this tv show um uh, it's called like rusty rivets and it's this like weird robotic show but there's this thing that one of the characters on there that say that they say go teacher ready and that was stuck in my head when I woke up this morning and it was like go teacher ready like go teacher ready and I'm like and now I'm like that's what it is like Sarah is ready to like fully be here as a teacher because she's pulling pulling this energy together and I like now I'm also getting like they're chucking the downloads in. Um also that um when looking at Lyra's timeline, um her birth year, like so her age as she ages is the activation number of Sarah's energy each year. So she's Lyra's um in a year one now, she just turned one, and it feels like that there is that activating this level of Sarah's work in self. So, like, that's kind of, like, what it feels like to me, like, receiving that downloads, like, as we go through these years. So, like, next year will be year two. But as you're saying, like, as you feel like she's edging closer, but that makes sense from a, a numerology standpoint as well. Like, the closer we kind of move along that timeline, the deeper those activations are happening, which also I think is interesting because I've got some information recently about um, the 12 strands of the DNA activating over the next few years. And so I'm like, okay, the, like this is this is the big stuff coming. Like, we thought like uh, since like 20, what was it? Since I had my like f- official like reawakening um, when I turned 21, which was in 2011. Um, and so for me, like since 2012, I'm going like, are we ever gonna have a break? Are we ever gonna have a break from these like crazy energies? Because I feel like as soon as, as soon as I've been like switched back on, properly switched back on, like we it's been non-stop which it has been but now I'm going they're like this is nothing yet like we think this is like okay on a global scale we had to have things like coronavirus it was in the freaking astrology for years we knew it was coming but and now it's like no no like this like we think this is like full-on this is gonna get 
full on. Like, yeah, like this is, yeah, this is, yeah. 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 Just, like, processing that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And it's like, you know, all those years, you know, I was working with Sarah, I was saying to people, these energies we're getting from her, it's like a ping back from the future. She her energy's not actually here yet. And I would say it's like throwing a stone into a pond and the ripples spread out. They rip, spread out in all direction. And this is spreading back to us from the future. She's not actually, yeah. you know. Like, because she has a physical presence here on the earth. And I don't, I mean, yes, you know, she's she's grounding through a lot of people in different ways, but she also, mm. she's also present on the etheric plane. And I have no idea how this works. I have no understanding. I just know that it's true, <laughs> you know? And it's like, and that's really unusual for an ascended master. They're not, they're not here on the etheric planes, but, no. but she is. <laughs> yeah. Going around it's doing so, stuff. Oh, it is so, it is so strange. Isn't it so strange, like, how some of them, like, you feel them out, out, out. Whereas, like, with her, I always feel, feel her, like, here, here. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, it's not quite yeah. in the body, but it's just above the body. Which but, is um, the etheric, isn't it? It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. And it feels nice. She does feel nice. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like waiting for the day that someone comes along and tells me why that is. I'll be really, I'll be really interested because they only tell me, they only tell me the whys that I need to know. Mm. <laughs> they don't tell me like things just because I'm curious. Yeah. And, well, isn't it, I got this message last night. It's like um, the same thing, like about this as well. But they were like, go, like, the information we're giving you, we're giving it to you, but you can't ask why yet and you just have to do it. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and, yeah. like, I think that's what it really truly means to live a life where you're divinely guided, like where you're actually, yeah. um, you know, you walk. This is, that's what that is. Like, and I think that's the reason why so many people are, work, like, awakening, awakening to their spiritual gifts now is, like, and I love that you talked about, like, doing the, the earth work because that's something that, like, I feel really, really called to with the new business that I'm opening up with um, a lady by the name of Sandy. Um, and a lot of that work is about activating this energy that we work on and cultivating the land that we work on and creating a sacred place where we are now and realising that we are custodians of that piece of land for a reason. And... Like, when I moved to this house that I'm in right now, like, it's so small, it is falling apart. Like, I was like, why? Like, why can't I just save my money, buy a house, and be done with it? No, you have work to do there. And this house is actually placed between two ley lines running out. And so I'm like, but I haven't done any of the, like, I've done some energy work. I actually use the ley lines to access the quantum time, and I connect with my multiple selves from you know, like, hey, what's going on? What do I need to do? Like, um, but I put, I placed the beehive, my beehive with the sacred hearts on the ley line. And so for me, that my bees were like, yeah, we're doing quantum work. And the other night I was sitting here and I saw Merlin standing out there having a conversation with my bees. And I was like, as you do on a ley line, like, <laughs> it's just the most, like, Oh, I think it's such a when you really so tap into cool. your, Yeah, so when you really cool. tap into your gifts like and you you allow these things to happen, yeah. you may not understand why they happen, but you start to see the magic that really exists there. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're getting more and more people awakening because like as you said, like we're here to be of service to the earth. And I know that um that Sarah is one of the um the blue rose. I was just checking in to see if I could say that. Um, <laughs> one of the blue rows and that um, many of us that work with Sarah or work with the Christ consciousness energies or work with the Magdalene or Kuan Yin or, you know, that kind of um, whatever avatar that energy chose to, to activate in um, or Gaia, Gaia in particular, is like, you know, our, our blue rose. Like she is the blue pearl. She is the greatest um, essence and our whole mission is her. So why why wouldn't you be you know activating and focusing out on really honing in on with the work of the, yeah. the land and location that you're at? Like 
Yeah, and that's it. I, that, this is our next level. This is our next level of work. You know, a lot of people have worked with their energy bodies and worked with their staff and all that. And this is like, this is the next level. But I just, I just wanted to go back to a couple of things there because I didn't, didn't want to, I don't want to forget them because I forget things really quickly as well. But <laughs> one thing was like all those years where I was only getting the information I needed and not all the things I asked about, I really felt like a failure. I really yeah. thought, oh, I must be really crap you know psychic and all but those were my issues you know those were my like self-worth issues and ancestral stuff and you know and, and you just have to work through through these things so I suppose you know that's something that I always want to say to people is like be patient with yourself because people think that if they're not or I did anyway if you're not sort of born like fully like activated then you're not psychic or you're not you don't have any spiritual gifts and it's like no there's so much for a lot of people there's so much psychological stuff to work through and like for me particularly and I think you know because really I'm a healer that's what I do I work with energy and so you know of course drop me into a family with loads of trauma (laughs) you know because that's that's the best way that's the best way to learn and also you get to do lots of service while you're there and you know but I I suppose like now I'm 50 I sort of you know I've been like working on that healing path since I was like 23 pretty Mm. sort of solidly without end and you know I feel like I've got to a certain place now and I think like people coming through are quicker they don't I, you know of course not everybody's yeah. got a different path and all the rest of it but it feels like my generation has trawled through a certain amount of the collective unconscious of the trauma yeah. so like I was so I mentioned to you um I've, I've got I've got two children my eldest is Josh he's going to be 18 soon and he's British and lives in the UK with his UK mm-hmm. dad has a UK life and then there's little Benji He's not so little anymore. He's seven, but in size clothes, 10 to 11. <laughs> so he's like, he's like a blonde Viking. And, um, and he, he's just been diagnosed with autism and was diagnosed with severe ADHD when he was six. And, um, mm. oh, I've lost myself now. I do that. I was like, I get so excited. I can't, what was I talking about? <laughs> we don't, we're, you're going somewhere. Keep following the lead. Just follow it. <laughs> oh, completely. Autism. Yeah. Yeah, but I completely lost the lead. Why was I talking about that? It's gone. Yeah, no, there was a, yeah, but there's a whole there was a whole thread there, and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and we come back to it. That's what we do. I would blame it on my age, but I've I've always been like this. But yeah, oh yeah. No, it's gone. No, it's completely gone. This is where this is where you need to be on Facebook, and someone will write in and they go, "You were telling about so and so." It's like, oh yeah, yes, thank you. Exactly. Isn't that the, isn't that funny? Because like I, I my my brain when it goes on those tangents uh, with um, my ADHD, like it'll go on those like crazy tangents, and it like drops stuff in. But then I get distracted by something, and it just it drops like that. And oh, that's right. So we were talking about how. Um, and then it picks it up again. We were talking about how people um, now are like they're learning quicker, but I think that's truly because of their like um, their frequency. And I know that like you know we also get these other labels in and around like the indigo children or the Blu-ray children or the crystal children or the um, I've had the fire children come through before, which is really I thought was quite interesting, like the phoenix type yeah. energy. Yeah. Um, whether or not they've actually come yet, I'm not 100% sure, but I was channeling them two years ago. Oh, um, wow. But, yeah, so there's these, like, the different there's two different frequencies. And I kind of, I have interesting connections with, I identify as an indigo, but I also identify as a crystal child, but I also identify as a Blu-ray. Like, there are so many different definitions, but I think what it really is is that, like, we're a whole different type of human. And yeah. and I think yeah. that's why we're getting more and more people with autism and um, ADHD is because of the fact that these these are human humans that have been upgraded, yeah. um, and that the more the older they're getting, 
because this is what I'm finding. The older I'm getting, the more aware, self-aware I'm becoming through these practices of spirituality. Honestly, without my intuition, I am absolutely useless. <laughs> Truly, like I literally have this little voice of my guys saying, okay, now's the time to go do the dishes because without my intuition and tuning in there, I don't have that. I, I honestly would be more and more uh, like autistic and Aspergy and like whatever spectrum you want to like label it. Um, I'm still waiting for my that diagnosis, but my my ADHD diagnosis, ADHD inattentive. Um, and so for me, it's like without my intuition, those symptoms of my non-neurotypical brain become so exaggerated. And I think that's the thing. Like I think we are actually truly built, those who are built with with these traits and with this type of brain, to be more receptive to spirit. Yeah. And yeah. like I see, I see that. Like I see my son. Uh, he's five, um, and he's going through his aut- uh, autism diagnosis. But he's like quintessentially like me at his age, and he is off other like thinking of other worlds and building other worlds and like you know. And I see it. Like I see him sitting playing Minecraft, and I can see actually what he's building there is. Yeah. structures whether or yeah. not he's aware of it but my guy's like he's building the structures there um but he's actually learning how to read that way and if i didn't give him that opportunity to read that way he wouldn't learn to read yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, that's it benji taught himself to read because he went to like an ordinary school for the first year because we didn't know that you know yeah. he had any any of these things and um he couldn't actually be in the class and would just spend his days like it was quite a large school it was just across the road from where we live like running around the whole area and they just had they just had to have like one-to-one person on him just to make sure he didn't just disappear off but um i'd really love to ask you about this he has no roots into the earth at all yeah and you know initially i tried because you know like if people don't have roots i help them grow roots Oh no, there was no roots going. And it was like, it was like the energy that he needs to put his roots down into on the earth. I sort of imagine them as like golden train lines or something. They're not there. <laughs> they don't exist. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, I don't, I don't know what to do. I mean. He's not anchoring those roots yet. It doesn't need to no. happen yet. Like, no. So um, my roots uh, started to happen because I had, I had zero connection to grounding like I had I had so many spiritual teachers going you're ungrounded you're ungrounded and I'm like yeah I don't want to be grounded <laughs> like I don't want to be grounded right now like one because it that grounding actually exacerbates my symptoms and yeah. exacerbates the pain that I actually I actually feel pain in my body when I'm grounded too much okay um but the two times in my life that my grounding has happened was the first one which is not going to help you son but the first one was giving birth to my second born vaginally because my other two were born by a c-section um and he i felt my root chakra like hammered open and he has a lot of he's double earth he's got a virgo moon and a capricorn rising and he's a cancer so he like full on, like I said after that, I'm like, I never felt my root chakra the way I felt it through that. Um, and since then, like my hips and everything were like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> like, why did we do this? Um, and, but he brought so many memories and so many codes for the earth. If I hadn't have brought him through that way, like I wouldn't have kept, probably connected in. Um, the second actually came from my 30th birthday and two weeks ago, something in me shifted and I felt this dropping in. I had to go through my Saturn returns, um, but I felt this full dropping in of my essence and my energy and my purpose and, you know, like all of that. This is the one that did that. (laughs) um and yeah so it it full-on landed 
landed me just recently in a way that I hadn't before. And I think that's because yeah. I'm supposed to start being aware and doing the work here now. Yeah. Whereas I think otherwise those last few years is one, like it's me understanding who I am and just kind of doing the work that I had to do the way I had to do it. And also um, I wasn't able to fully connect otherwise. Like I was doing a lot of out there work at that time. And I think a lot of our kids are doing that. Like they're doing their structural work, they're doing their, um, you know, but the ones that are present here and wanting to be here is because they're supposed to be here and present here and wanting to be here, which is kind of hard because there is that real like, expectation on um you know what what we expected them to be here and be here now versus what they're really here to do and be mm-hmm. and that is that they are truly just a receiver of that energy to help it circulate here and here in this world does mm-hmm. that makes sense and then yeah, you know yeah. there will come a time where their physical vessel is going to be required of them to be self-aware and to be here um, so that they can be a part of society because that's when they that's yeah. when they kind of come of age to do their physical work because previous to that why like as a maiden or as a um like as a young boy like you know they they don't need to they don't need to be here they yeah. don't have responsibilities or anchors here yet that's not their you know I know for me personally, I had to become a mum to like descend into earth. That was like a that was a requirement for me, but not not everyone has that requirement. Some people may always be untethered. You know what I mean? Like that's mm. just because that's how their energy work and their purpose is is here to be. Yeah. Um, rather than yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, that makes that that totally way. that totally makes sense, and it's like. So, you know, at the time when I was like thinking, oh, no, he's not grounded and I should try and ground him. And then I can't ground him. And then I just thought, actually, you know, perhaps I'm not supposed to. And I just let go of like thinking that I should. But I just wanted to ask you that because it's like, you know what it's like when you're a mum. We're always thinking, oh, but should I be? Perhaps I haven't realised that I should, you know, and just like it's really nice to have that confirmation that you're not being a neglectful parent, you know. So, um, And, and also, like, when I, when I talked about him having special needs, because I knew he had more than severe ADHD, but it took them a while mm. to, like, be able to test him because it's so bad, his ADHD, that you can't really see what else yeah. is going on. And I was shocked by the people who wrote to me and told me what they thought I should be doing. <laughs> oh. Don't, oh, don't give him medication. Or oh, do this. Or oh, you should be trying this treatment. And it was like everybody felt like one... I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> and yeah. two it was like there was something wrong with him and I was thinking I'm not sure there is something wrong with him all these kids mm. because he goes to like you know I said he goes to a special needs school now so I see all these other kids and a lot of them are, uh, but I think it's because they get picked up more there's a lot more boys in there yeah the girls don't get discovered at all yeah no we're really clever at hiding it that's yeah <laughs> Well, I, I think it's more that you don't you're not so much a pain in the ass to the school system to be honest yeah. the schools they're just done they're there to, they can't they're manage there them to, the the boys are there to really break I think really break the system whereas we kind of covertly we internalize through. things women don't we and it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the boys project it out and the girls project it within yeah, yeah. but that's a, that's one of the hard things though is like the level of shame that I was carrying before I had this realization that this is what was going on I was like I'm a shit person I'm you know I'm a terrible mother I can't get my shit together I don't understand why I'm like this like everyone else makes it look so easy why can't I do it and um and when you when you realize that like have like the diagnosis alone I sat after that and I sat down and I did ritual and I was like, I sat down with shame and I was like, right, we're not playing this anymore. I'm not carrying this anymore. It's not mine to carry. It never was mine to carry. Um, and like just really honoured honored that energy and let it go and said like, I'm not carrying, I'm not going to be shameful about who I am. And um, when I received my diagnoses, um, I was like, 
I want to make sure that I'm going to live this life fully sharing that this is who I am, mm. uh, which has been like a really weird space for me, like the last few months. And I, and I can feel like this old version of myself really dying and going away, which and I'm learning to embrace my full weird and be like, all right, this is what's on my heart and mind to say. Like, you know, I've had multiple people just in the last 24 hours where a source is like, tell them this. And I'm like, I'm embracing that. Okay. Let me go. Let's go with it. Like, you know, embracing that and, but also honoring there are times where I know where it's, you know, if I feel hundred percent that it is safe to share it and that they're receptive to it. And that's, I think that's the only thing that I really had to learn was understanding when people are receptive and when people are not receptive. And I think for a lot of, a lot of people with autism, like reading faces or reading other people's energies really, really hard. Um, whereas that seems to, I don't know, like I can, I think that comes from my auric type and how I can read people. Um, that it makes it a little easier for me. Yeah. My, my, my more that autistic traits come from um, hypersensitivities, like light sensitivity, sound sensitivity, touch sensitivity. That's more of where mine kind of really plays in that causes a lot of issues than meeting my inner sensitivity issue. Mm-hmm. So whereas like people often go like, you don't look autistic or you don't look like you've got this or I, you know, even my parents are like, you know, I don't even see that in you. And I'm like, that's because you did everything for me and you never really like, and I was like, okay, like just take me wherever you want to take me. Like, just, we'll just do it. Yeah. But when I was like, no, <laughs> when I was like, no, I've got my own thing to do right now. Yeah. But that's it. Um, that's it. And this, you know, people say, you know, autism, it's a, it's a spectrum. And then when you look at that, you, you know, and you've seen like different people with autism, you realize how true that is because autism is not something that is like this or mm. like that. It's all like how it shines through that particular person because Benji, the, the other, there's three boys in Benji's class and the other two boys, they do not mirror Benji at all. Yeah, no. he, ha- he, he completely has his own way of, mm. of being autistic. And, you know, but I mean, I, 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 I really value this just saying things as it is like like Greta Thunberg she just she just says it she just she just says things as they are and and I I love that so much because it is such a relief to me because like like growing up in my family no one was saying anything Mm. that was really like in them and so I'm there like picking up all this stuff and just like being really confused a lot of the time and so I love that I love that just saying it as it is because it's like Mm-hmm. I'm not left wondering, you know, what is actually going on. Tune in to part two to hear the rest of the conversation between me, Rachel Goodwin, and Chloe Louise Metcalf. Hey, 
ke kahula lo pihanga he kohopu kapalili ai ha ha inna mai kapuana e kahaliko puokukui Ahu hei a vale anohe e kahaliko puhukukui Kuhi ahu konaihia a kahapuhu ke momorinehi Ihikohui kahimanaho ikahapili Ea ke kaula lo pihana he kohopuhu kapalili ai Ha inna mai kapuana e kahaliko puakukui Hey, no, no, nah. Cut away.